0: Launched into fame in the late 70s on Dr. Demento's radio show, playing accordion-heavy parodies recorded in a so-called cheesy little tape recorder, Weird Al Yankovic has become a household name almost synonymous with the word parody. His 10th studio album, released in 1999, opens with a parody that details the events of the then-new Star Wars prequel, The Phantom Menace. The song was impressively written solely through searching for spoilers on the internet before the movie was even released, and only a single line was changed in the final version after he finally saw the film. This week, we are talking about Weird Al Yankovic's album, Running With Scissors. Welcome back to Any Album You Like, the podcast where I am repeatedly subjected to watching The Wizard of Oz while listening to albums of my guests choosing. This week, we're joined by my co-host on my other podcast, Back to the Futurama, Mike Snyder. Welcome.
1: Hey, Ben. This isn't different for us at all. (laughs) We watch something and we talk about it.
0: I mean, it's a little bit different. Because uh, usually we're talking about a thing that people like, and now we're talking about two things that people like mushed together in a way that is not necessarily.
1: I'd, well, I'm going I'm, to, I am I don't, I, again, I don't know if you have a, a quote unquote grades or segment or some kind of final judgments, but I don't know if you, I think you might be uh, jumping the gun. I think okay. it's maybe not as bad as you think it was.
0: Well, we will definitely get into that um but first i have two questions that i ask every guest uh so first of all uh we are talking about weird al yankovic's album running with scissors Mm -hmm. why now i mean i know you (laughs) i know you personally i know why but
1: (laughs) why did you choose this album for this project I mean the moment you told me about this project because I was I, w- I heard about this very early on in the conceptualization period in the it's still probably just a joke period yeah so I, I think <laughs> there was a point where it jumped and I didn't I was like whoa what the hell it jumped in from a joke to a real thing
0: um <laughs> you can thank James for that he was really the like hey you're like no this is totally you should totally do this and I'm like Fuck. Okay. Cool. I'm doing it now. I guess James is an instigator.
1: Hi, James. He he is. That's his
0: <laughs> middle name.
1: So, what was the question again? I forgot. Why it. did you choose this album? Um. So yes. So I understood this early on, and I said, "Oh, I want to do an, do an album if you ha- want to have me on." And I at that point, I just like I don't know. Uh, I'll probably do a Weird Al one, Alapalooza. Mm-hmm. Um. But then I thought that's a fine Weird Al album, as they all are. But what? If I thought of a Weird Al song, what would I want to match up with The Wizard of Oz most? And I said, oh, easy, Albuquerque, 100%. And then I figured, remembered which one Albuquerque was on and said, that, let's do that one. Okay. Um, I will say that because I was, I was going
0: to have you on regardless, but I will say I was very happy when you shifted to Running With Scissors because this is the one Weird Al album that I actually am really familiar with. Mm-hmm. It was one that... Um, A friend gave me a copy of back in uh, high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry, Weird Al, if you're listening, I did not pay for that album because a friend of mine gave me that album. How dare you? I know. Um, I I mean, it was was the days of Napster. I mean, he bought it, actually, and he just burned me a copy of it. I mean, Um, it could be better but it could be worse it's true i apologize weird al if you want to if you want to have me buy this album uh for or just you know uh let me know what your paypal address is i'll paypal you some money
1: he's got to be on patreon at this point right
0: Uh, uh, maybe i don't know get some
1: bonus weird al content weird al
0: weird al i'll give you some money if you want um,
1: patreon.com slash weirdal
0: anyways he he gave me a copy of this album and so it's it's the only one i really i'm really familiar with as a whole like i know a lot of other weirdal songs um i did yoda at karaoke just the other week because it was may the 4th very very it got good. a very good reaction
1: oh as it should be i often do uh dare to be stupid at karaoke and get not Everybody just like, okay, there's about three minutes until this is over. <laughs> I, I put as much showmanship as I can into it. It's
0: true. You really do.
1: And I feel like that gets me a, about 30 seconds more patience than it would if I just sang it. So,
0: yeah, I was really happy when you changed to this one because I'm like, oh, awesome. It's a it's one that I actually know. Mm-hmm. Um, w- you know, whereas, like, I, I know a lot of his other hits. I know Yoda. I know Fat. I know sure. I, um,
1: Eat It. Eat It. Jurassic
0: Park gump you oh, know yeah. like mm-hmm. i i know a lot amish of his paradise know, sure. oh yeah uh, of course amish amish paradise so i know a lot of his big ones uh this is the only album i really know of his as a whole so right. so i'm i'm appreciative that you switched it up to this just by coincidence the one that i actually mm-hmm.
1: know and and coincidence that it's the one you actually know and it's also the one that i was like if albuquerque matches up to the wizard of oz i think i think i might just disintegrate into joy
0: uh so we're already kind of Going into the second question, which is, what did you expect out of watching The Wizard of Oz synced up to Weird Al Yankovic's Running with Scissors?
1: A, I didn't really, I didn't really know what to expect, but I had hopes. I had hopes that, um, I, I, really, <laughs> like I said, like the only thing I was really hoping for was Albuquerque definitely syncing up with something, anything. I figured, like, germs probably wouldn't do much, and, you know, pretty fly for a rabbi probably wouldn't do that much either, and I was just like, if if something in Albuquerque matches up to something on screen, it will have been worth it. Okay. I got so much more. (laughs) I got more than I was expecting and hoping.
0: Well, and okay, so uh, let's talk about Albuquerque first and foremost. I know it's the last track on the album. Yeah. But considering that was the one that you were really hoping for let's talk about that one and the disappointment
1: yeah it it's just disappointing like each time it came up it was like okay maybe something's good gonna happen but like like even just pieces of it just didn't match up and like eat both times when they're kind of meeting the the ten man and when they are, um, the second time was when was it? That was about when they pulled the it was, curtain back. It was on when, the yeah, it was right when they pulled the cur- curtain back. And neither really did much matching up. And like knowing that was what I was like all in for, like uh-huh. it was a little disappointing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, it, uh, the problem I think is that it's it's. The timing on the album, it just kept kind of coming up when it's just a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Because the first time it comes up, we meet the Tin Man. They're, you know, oiling him him up so he can actually move and stuff. And there were, there were I liked with the Tin Man when he starts talking about all the donuts. Yeah. Because then it's, the, it's just a lot of the Tin Man sort of monologuing. Mm-hmm. And it turns into this great story about the time when the Tin Man <laughs> wanted to go get some donuts
1: which is pretty good. Like can almost. you Im-
0: can you imagine finding a tin man in the forest and he's he's <laughs> stuck and you oil him up so that he can actually move again and he's like, like yo this fucking time I went to go get some donuts and um you know they and he just kind of lists lists off like I wanted this kind of donut but they didn't have any of that kind of donut. I wanted this kind of donut but they didn't have any of this fucking kind of donut and just on and on and on and you're like I've made a huge mistake.
1: <laughs> Why did I oil up the damn t- Tin Man? You're just going to talk about fucking donuts the entire time. I wanted more, Tin Man. I expected, frankly, I expected more out of you, Tin Man. Right. And there were a couple of close calls like, uh,
0: there's a line about putting out a grease fire with his face. Yes. And it the- came like. A minute after the witch throws this this grease uh, this fire like oh, at I was, everybody,
1: that I literally wrote that down as like super like misconnection, like just Uh-huh. oh it oh, man it it was so close that, yeah. Would, think about how amazing that moment would have been if they had matched up, right? But alas, they did not. And then yeah, the second time it's literally
0: Toto pulls
1: back the curtain, and then it's
0: just the wizard
1: talking. <laughs> the entire time i know the the best matchup on the 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 second time is kind of when it starts like doing the like albuquerque albuquerque and then goes through that it's when dorothy ends up going back to kansas right so if you like put somehow like you make this (laughs) equality statement of albuquerque is kansas in this weird Uh uh-huh time frame it kind of makes sense there but even then it doesn't really work
0: yeah otherwise it's literally just albuquerque was a disappointment
1: yeah, which to- is, toe to tip like yeah it's i it that being said if that if that was like because that was disappointing i think that let other things shine to me because there were things that shined some you and i are sat next next to each other on the couch watching this and just there were a couple times i literally cried laughing
0: <laughs> i think that uh first of all because I have this ongoing theory. I've Actually, I've got a couple of ongoing theories about okay. this. This is my fifth episode. This is the first, fifth time I have watched The Wizard of Oz synced up to random stuff. So what you're telling me is you're halfway into
1: madness. I'm halfway into madness, yes. Okay, Because um, I believe this is the midway point of your season? Yes. Halfway into madness. So. You should make that the subtitle of this episode. <laughs> halfway into madness. So the...
0: um. The first one is that the tornado scene always works. Now, I've got to say, because it's Weird Al...
1: (laughs) You were thinking it wasn't going to work this time. I was
0: really fucking worried that Weird Al would make this entire theory (laughs) fall apart. And i got to say,
1: he nailed it. He nailed it. Because guess what comes up? The Nine Inch Nails song the germs right so and the tone is absolutely perfect Yes, the the lyrics awful
0: pretty bad <laughs> right the the lyrics have nothing to do with anything going on but the song germs the 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 tone just works perfectly with this like tornado going on and like everything is is getting weird there's lines like there's no escape for me as dorothy fading out Um, in the
1: morning i wake up in horror when dorothy wakes up in the middle of the tornado which i thought was just like oh my god
0: right and just the sound of it going on um so
1: i feel like if they did remade the the wizard of oz in like a really like r-rated like (laughs) like it it would be it would literally during that scene be a nine inch nails song like that would just totally make sense because it is it's kind of a horror scene where she's like stuck in this house in the middle of a tornado like whoa so here's a
0: here's something that i never really thought about okay just because like i you know i've seen the wizard before this <laughs> i'd only before seen this. the wizard of oz a handful of time they do a good fucking job on that tornado scene it is scary as shit hell yeah it is like this was in 1939 and they fucking nailed this scene
1: i kn- it's just incredible
0: but yeah, no germs, germs was really good,
1: and it was it was paced really well for this scene because it came up when everybody get got in the cellar and uh-huh. it ended when she was looking out onto uh Munchkin land basically.
0: right for anyone playing along at home, I have germs starting at the line. come on get in the cellar as they are running down into the cellar, yeah and uh, I, I,
1: there was one piece on germs I really enjoyed, which okay. is look under the microscope see... Oh yeah! Like when she opens the door to look out. (laughs) Yeah, and she we cried, (laughs) laughing, just dying of laughter. So good. It
0: was like literally, is like see, and she's opening the door, and I'm like, (laughs) "Fuck, okay." It was really good. Oh man! So so that one still the tornado. I I'm surprised to say, but happy to say, but also surprised to say. Weird Al keeps the tornado scene good. Five episodes in, there has not been a failure on that yet, and I'm in love with that.
1: It's going to be really funny when like somebody's like, I want to do Weezer, and it ruins it or something. I or, mean... Or something else. Like, I, I want to do Vivaldi.
0: I mean, I've got the Backstreet Boys coming up in a couple of episodes. You You say that. Somehow the Backstreet Boys are going to work. I'm so <laughs> fucking nervous about that. <laughs> like, at this point, I'm going to be... Like I think the reason I'm holding my sanity together as much as I am at this point, five episodes in, is that the tornado scene is always good. Uh huh. I'm going to fucking lose it <laughs> when I watch whatever album ha- j- just does not work with the tornado scene. <laughs> and I th- I think the next one I'm nervous about is Backstreet Boys. Okay,
1: that w- so, that's uh, unabashedly Aaron, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, here's hoping it doesn't break your streak, buddy. Here's hoping. So, let's talk about some other good stuff that we liked. Um, Um, The first time Jerry Springer comes up, uh, it's kind of when Dorothy meets Professor Marvel. Yes. And he starts looking into this crystal ball and talking (laughs) about what he's seeing on Jerry Springer. And it's hilarious. That
0: that was... Like I I will admit up until that point, I sort of didn't have a lot of hope for this album Yeah, because we had a couple of good parts coming in. The very first one was um, the saga begins where we're br- the line we're broke. It's true happens as Dorothy is running down this, like yes. the Dust Bowl era road. I'm like, okay, like that's, that's pretty good. But I, there was nothing I was really in love with until we get to Jerry Springer Where, Yeah, you're right. He he takes her into this wagon, and um, it literally starts as he is starting to look into this crystal ball. Like, he's putting on the turban. He's just going on about all the stuff that has been (laughs) seen on Jerry Springer. And, again, can you imagine being this, like, 16-year-old girl running away from home? You meet this weird old man looking into this crystal ball, and he's, like, talking
1: about, like, strippers and crack hoes and, like... (laughs) i I also really appreciate there's a argument in the song, <laughs> yeah. Jerry Springer, and that's when Dorothy got up and like yelled at him and left uh-huh and so like the like the first like twenty or like the first playthrough of this album was fantastic for reasons <laughs> I didn't foresee.
0: Uh huh. I mean, also, so not only not only is he going on with this like Jerry Springer rant while looking into this, staring into this crystal ball. The song is literally about watching too much Jerry Springer. But then, also, like they, she stands up right when there's this uh, mock argument happens in the song, and then also as she's leaving, there's a line where. Because the line in the song is, uh, I've also been sleeping with your dog, Woofy," And then she's like, "Woofy, you bitch. And right as that line comes in, she grabs Toto and runs <laughs> off. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't fucking stand this. It's so good. Why did Jerry Springer work as well as it did in this scene, Mike?
1: I, look, wait. when you have some kind of ineffable quality to a song like Jerry Springer does... You can't really you can't really determine what made it so good.
0: So yeah, Jerry Springer was the moment when I was like, okay, this this might actually be good.
1: <laughs> because
0: before that, we get like, uh, my baby's in love with Eddie Vedder when she like literally as she's singing "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." It's like okay, she's looking kind of dreamy eyed, and he's like,
1: you know, my baby's yeah. in love with it. It, it kind of worked. It was it was like totally dis, dis dif, different though than what is actually happening
0: i mean i think that was kind of the undertone of this whole thing because it's a lot <laughs> yes. of it's a lot of shorter songs they tend to be a lot they uh, pretty upbeat a lot of them are accordion heavy yeah and it was just really the tone did not match up with what was going on a lot of the time right
1: but the but the thing is sometimes that actually helps with like watching it because it's this huge mismatch of the tone of the song and the tone of the what's happening on screen, which was really funny, mm-hmm. but sometimes it just distracted from the entire thing.
0: Right, and I, I feel like I feel like up until Jerry Springer, I was just like, eh, you know, I'm not really feeling it. There are some okay uh-huh. parts.
1: You were thinking this 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 album that Mike made me listen to. This is going to be a bad one, and I'm just I'm gonna I I have ten episodes of this, and I have to dedicate one of this to this bad thing. <laughs>
0: But no, it turned out to be like pretty good.
1: <laughs> I, I will say that one of one of my favorite things about it entirely is that most of the saga begins the f- the first time mm-hmm. acts like a prologue to the the movie. Yeah,
0: that was pretty good.
1: And then it comes back at the end as at an the very end uh-huh. over the credits again. So it's like here's what you're about to see. You watch it. And then it's like, well, remember what you watched? You just watched. And it's like, no, that's Star Wars. The, <laughs> that's the, not this.
0: The saga begins as the Chekhov's gun of <laughs> running
1: with scissors. It, it, it's almost like it's the theme song <laughs> of this this uh, mashup, which is amazing because it's about Star Wars, a different movie.
0: Okay, so I want to talk about my favorite, like okay. literally, I think probably my favorite part okay. in the whole thing is the first playthrough of It's All About the Pentiums. Oh. Because my God. So the song literally starts up as the smoke from the Witch appearing comes in.
1: The the most baller entrance I've the ever most, seen.
0: Uh-huh. And then it's literally the witch like yelling at Dorothy and pointing at her as the song like the song itself is all about like, oh you think you're a badass hacker, well I'm better than you. <laughs> And so so my sort of headcanon for this is that the witch, or not even just that witch, like all witches, witches are actually just really badass hackers. Sure. Because she comes in and she's talking about how badass her PC is and how Dorothy is just some noob in her mom's basement. It's, it just, it, I mean, it, there's not a whole lot going on in this scene. It's literally just the witch yelling at Dorothy a whole lot.
1: Sure. But it works with a
0: rap song but it it works so well and then <laughs> and then after after the wicked witch runs off and disappears you get the same lines but um after like a, a key change mm-hmm. i mean or he's just maybe singing higher i don't know I don't, but you get the same thing as the good witch is talking to dorothy <laughs> and so the good witch is also like bitch i got fucking pennyums for days <laughs> like <laughs> yeah she was right you're just a noob i'm a badass hacker so my theory is all witches okay are badass hackers sure
1: i like it i I like the the contextualization of like the Wicked witch she doesn't want to help you but i even though i know you're a noob i'm gonna help you through through get here
0: black hat hackers and white hat hackers nailed it
1: mind blown glinda is a white hat hacker love it (laughs) <laughs> I'm loving this head Yeah, I, I can't wait to write some fan fiction about this because it's going to be very. This is good. the
0: fourth goddamn time <laughs> fan fiction has come up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So the all about the penny almost was my favorite. Like, there's literally no action going on, but it was very good.
1: It's true. Like, the I will say that the second playthrough of the the album didn't hit the same heights as the first playthrough did. Like, it felt like it never, it just never caught on.
0: Okay, so, yeah, that's sort of my second theory, is that the second playthrough is never as good. Like, I don't know if it's just a, a timing issue with what is going on in the movie at that point. I just, I don't know. It's never quite as good. Even the ones that have been still pretty good on the second playthrough just don't, mm-hmm. it, it never works quite as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, I again, I don't have the same uh, experience with it than you do, but like. I Thank know- your lucky stars. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, I, I felt like I laughed more in the first run through of the the album and had more in it. More, more like pieces of like, oh look, that looked like it match up. Where it was just like, maybe, maybe it was like, uh, we no longer had the same enthusiasm as it was. But I just, I, I didn't feel like they connected as well.
0: No, I mean, I, I think it's like I said, I think it's just sort of the universal truth of it. Like, there's, I mean, okay, so the now, second, the second half of the movie, uh huh, is darker than the first. Sure, just in sort of tone, it's when you go to the witch's castle you know, Dorothy literally gets kidnapped by flying monkeys. Sure. Uh, The, 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 okay. So the third theory that I have is that the lion's song, if I were king of the forest is fucking garbage. 100% (laughs) of the time (laughs) it has never worked with anything and it is 27 goddamn minutes long. I feel like, that song yeah, just that, lasts forever
1: that it didn't what what came up for us when it did, um, uh, jerry springer like just nothing yeah nothing good nothing it's it's garbage i i will say not not to uh go back to your second theory but i do want to like th- i bet you there is somewhere that it doesn't match up with the first part but matches up really well with the second part like well, there have to be albums like that
0: but see so the Theory the, theory 3 plays into Theory 2 a little bit, because If I Were King of the Forest is part of the second half oh, of sure. the movie. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know, David Bowie didn't even really work with the second half very
1: well. Well, what I'm thinking of is, I, I know you, I think uh, uh one of your upcoming episodes is Toxicity. Mm-hmm. I feel like if there's going to be an album that matches the second half more than the first, it ah. would be that one, or something of that nature. We'll We'll see. I, I mean... mean I won't know until these come out. You'll know before I do. I I just
0: yeah, I I haven't I I don't have a whole lot of hope that anything's going to work out with the second half um very well. But you know, because even even toxicity when I get to that, it still has to listen to fucking Lion singing about if he were king of the forest. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> like that damned Lion. Like I I think we both sort of just mentally checked out when we were watching this because it was like, there's nothing good going on here. The song is about Jerry Springer and he's just like, singing and like pointing his hand up into the sky. I mean, he's doing that
1: very, very clear, like, I'm going to be regal. It's like this. If something does match up to it, it's going to be like you're going to be listening to a different musical like soundtrack like yeah. you're going to be listening to Hamilton and the king is going to come in <laughs> like that's the only thing i think can match
0: i mean there i don't i i just at this point i don't know i can't imagine anything working with if i were king of the forest at this point
1: i i absolutely want to ask somebody in season 2 if they haven't if they if i did if i didn't miss it in season 1 season 2 somebody has to do the hamilton soundtrack to to this uh movie and i want to see if it matches if if that can match
0: okay but let's get back to weird al
1: oh yes the the reason we're here
0: the reason for the season <laughs> i I
1: think I think some of that is some of the hilarity from it has has been helped by your apartment be like raising about ten ten degrees higher than we when it was when we started
0: it's a warm one in here,
1: so we're kind of like becoming heat delirious as well.
0: I do also want to point out again first playthrough but truck driving song Mm -hmm. was pretty good it was because so it starts at the line people come and go so quickly here Mm -hmm. as the good witch is flying off in her bubble and she's literally starting to walk down the yellow brick road um at the line driving a truck Mm -hmm. and then uh, of course, it's singing about driving a truck with high heels on and she just got some brand new ruby red slippers. Right. And she's going down Slightly the road. Slightly used. Slightly used. Uh, going down a road. And then she's skipping in time with the music, which was too perfect.
1: It was very good. I don't know what it says about any of the things entirely, but I did write down the, the line, my crotchless panties right up on me when when she runs into the scarecrow. And it was like, it what are you saying about the scarecrow?
0: Raises some questions <laughs> about the scarecrow. <laughs>
1: It raises some questions about me that I I wrote it down.
0: Yeah, you have officially said the words crotchless panties on a podcast. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel fucking great. <laughs> I keep forgetting this is a podcast I can swear on.
0: Yeah, we don't swear on our normal one. But yeah, Truck Driving Song was pretty good. Oh, there was a line when he's like uh, in Truck Driving Song when he says, late for my appointment at the hair salon. And the scarecrow sort of points up <laughs> above like his hat and sort of lifts his hat up a little bit. It was very good.
1: It was very good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think those, I think those are all sort of my favorite moments. There was sort of a lot going on. Weird Al sings very fast. Yes, uh, a lot of times, especially in like this is he always has sort of that polka medley on on right. every album. This one, of course, being polka power, where we get various stuff. Um, I think this was actually probably the one track that actually worked better on the second half.
1: Uh, that's true. I, I I agree with that.
0: But it's like I had trouble taking notes because he's singing very fast. It's a very upbeat polka tune. Oh, yeah. There is sort of a lot going on with polka power.
1: One of the things that really stuck out to me, uh, two of the things that stuck out to me in the second playthrough of polka power is uh, I get knocked down and I get up again. And you're never going to keep me down. Happens exactly when the cowardly lion jumps uh-huh. out the window. Um, And then um, uh, the dope show. Uh, There's lots of pretty, pretty ones that want to get you high and then the demonic owls kind of like uh-huh. look it's like oh man are those the pretty pretty ones that are trying to give me high no i mean they were
0: pretty owls it's true i liked i liked this because it starts when the wizard asks the tin man to come forward and so so i wrote that there's this whole sort of order of events mm-hmm. it's doing i'll tell you what i want uh, the the uh, if You Want to Be My Lover is, I think, the name of the Spice Girls song. Yeah, I think so. Um, but he's like, I'll tell you what I want as the Tin Man is asking for a heart. And then there's the line, if you want to be my lover, heart, get it. See, things are happening. See, Wheels yeah. are spinning here. Sure are. As the Scarecrow comes up, it says, I'm not sick, but I'm not well, which is maybe like a, a mental health thing, like sure. if you only had a brain. Ghetto Superstar starts up as the lion <laughs> walks up, which... I'm not 100% sure if that works, but I do like the fact that it's each little bit in this worked just long enough for Tin man's up and he goes back yeah. and then the next one starts. And I, then
1: it's, it's almost like each one has a theme song.
0: Right. Exactly. It's
1: fantastic.
0: And, um, <laughs> and then everybody rock your body starts playing as everyone's literally shivering because they're so scared of the wizard. Yeah. And so there's this whole sequence of events that end with uh i get knocked down sure. as the lion is jumping out the window
1: there there was one piece uh w- when they get the task to get the broom broomstick of the wicked witch then it's walking you might as well be walking on the sun as uh-huh. like a response to that it's like well you can't do that you might as well be walking on the sun right
0: like it's a whole so, it's a whole system of events
1: it's the second playthrough for political power was fantastic
0: it was very good I feel like that was the only song that even really remotely worked on the second playthrough. Yeah. Um I mean most of my notes on the second playthrough are like and eh, this doesn't really work. Um I have my note about uh if I were king of the forest being garbage. Um the- it literally says if I were king of the forest does not work with anything and I hate it in all caps.
1: <laughs> you have good notes, my friend. Uh th- another piece in the second half that I thought was really really good, uh there was a um And that's your horoscope today for Mm -hmm. today. Uh, The kind of mid song disclaimer of like, you may think it's kind of ridiculous that all these things match up, but they really work. Uh Is it start started as the witches talking to Dorothy in in her like lair in, in her castle. And I think we both about died as well there. I mm-hmm. have I have legit laughter to tears. So maybe it was just me and I was just laughing hard, hard enough for the both of us.
0: See, I liked the first playthrough more because we get that as literally as Ding Dong, the witch is dead starts up. And there's a line about being the lord of the dance as the mayor comes out, which has implications.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know what those implications are, but there are implications there.
1: Oh, that's true. Uh, th- <laughs> you can get a javelin through your chest. As comes he's up. <laughs> pulling out the certificate of death. is. That was... Ch- You're right. That was choice. It was so good. The- you were really laughing as a lullaby. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the lullaby league comes out right as he's like, where was I? And then they start dancing, like, literally at that point. <laughs> um, all your friends are laughing behind your back as the lollipop guild comes out, which is, of kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then a lot of people sort of point at Dorothy as they're like, that's your horoscope for today. And... <laughs> I will say probably the star of this entire piece is just how often people pointed at other people Yes, as the songs. Weird Al sings a lot directly to you, Yes, the he, listener, he in, sure this, in this album.
1: I think it's not just in this album. I think it's throughout his entire catalog, although I can't confirm that right now because I've only listened to this one for two end a, and a song times, today.
0: Music in the second person by weird Al Yankovic.
1: <laughs> I really, I really, <laughs> I really love that.
0: <laughs> I mean, but it's true though. He was singing like, there's a lot that's of songs. Your horoscope today. Like it's your horoscope today. He's singing at you about how he's a better hacker than you are. It's true.
1: He's basically telling a story with Albuquerque.
0: How about you? Have you seen this Jew? Like,
1: that's true. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in uh, Pretty funny for a rabbi, which really never really It never paid anything. off. Yeah. It it never did. I mean, there were some parts of it that were not as like that. The lyrics kind of were funny. Other than that, it's like, you know, she starts running away when the rabbi will schlep around, which I thought was kind of mm-hmm. neat. But past that, it's just pretty funny. I mean, for a rabbi it, really does, didn't it does match. say
0: do that Hebrew thing as she starts walking off into a desert. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as the Dust Bowl was a desert, but you know, but yeah, pretty fly for a rabbi never really worked. And I was kind of disappointed at that. Yeah, same.
1: Uh, Less disappointed, less disappointed about that than Albuquerque, because that's what I had based my entire theory on (laughs) and the fact that it didn't work. And it failed. You gambled and lost. And that's okay. Sometimes you do that.
0: You got to know when to hold them.
1: And I didn't, I held them and didn't, no, I shouldn't have folded. Yeah, you should have folded.
0: I mean, but no, like I said, this this worked. <laughs> this worked in other ways, but you know, I think, I, I think the the, well, I mean, we'll we'll get into that a little later on. Yeah. Um. Is there any other specific points that you really noticed, where you just really that really stuck out to you that were like, yes, this is a great moment.
1: Uh, the first the first time that Grapefruit Diet played. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Is when the Scarecrow is off the, you know, the post and starting to dance around. And then there's the kind of like, uh, I guess, maybe a bridge. No more pie now. Mm -hmm. And the way he was dancing, just the physicality of his dancing was. It was pretty good. Amazing. I did
0: like how in that song, it's literally a song about losing weight. And he keeps having to restuff hay into his stomach <laughs> to have sort of a punch. Yeah. And uh, I, I found that a little bit ironic, mm-hmm. um, like literally ironic, not a coincidence, because I mean, also a coincidence. This whole podcast is about coincidences, <laughs> but ironic in the fact that it's a song about losing weight and he's literally stuffing his his stomach with more hay. Right. Uh, I found that pretty good.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we kind of hit all the big ones yeah. because, unfortunately, I don't think there were a ton of great lyrical moments that really just uh, fit.
1: Yeah, just small um, things here and there that I, I mean, like you know, at one point they, you, you when the second time Grapefruit Die came up, it's like I need an aerial view, and then it shifted to an aerial view of the castle, right. which is like
0: there were there were a lot of little coincidences like that, yeah. which were which were fun, but. I mean, yeah, overall, there just, there weren't a ton that I found particularly um, interesting. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I we, I keep sort of dancing around this uh, because I just, I want to make sure we have all our bases covered. Okay. But um, I think we're kind of to a point where I'm going to ask you on a scale. Okay. From one molecule in Leonard Nimoy's butt to 10 molecules in leonard nimoy's butt what would you grade this overall experience as where one is like and it's not not really worth my time and 10 was absolutely everybody should watch the wizard of oz synced up to weird al yankovic's
1: running with scissors uh before i answer i want to give you every prop i can give you for using <laughs> molecules in leonard nimoy's butt because i absolutely adore that i don't i don't think this is for like i don't think it's a 10 i don't think it's probably even close to a 10 okay for me personally just because i'm a huge fan of weird al and i have all those albums and i bought them well done <laughs> thank you weird al let me know if you
0: want me to send you some money
1: <laughs> tweet at oh actually i don't know what your twitter is
0: it's fine. It'll be in the closing
1: notes. Ah, there we go. Just wait for a little bit, Al. It'll it'll be up there because of the way it. There were some good bits that matched up, but the most the majority of it, like you're right. The second half, I kind of clocked out for a while because mm-hmm. it was like, well, is that no? Well, that's I'm. I felt like I was reaching of like aerial view. That's something, yeah. But I I think you're right. Like it 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 was both more than i expected and not what i expected so i i don't think everybody would want to do this in fact i think it's a very special person that would want to do it
0: and i'm probably sitting in the room with uh that
1: special person right now yeah so for that special person yeah do it go ahead and do it that's a you know for you for that person for me mm-hmm. probably a six or a seven okay but for you know a normal person <laughs> not a weird person uh-huh yeah Maybe a four or a three, maybe okay, I think that's i I there were again, I think I think you've gotten the point uh across on the podcast that it was like we've gotten the funny bits for you, right,
0: yeah, I am also probably gonna say about a three, maybe three and a half. there were some very good moments, um honestly, if you really want the best parts, put on germs right in the as she's saying, get in the cellar mm. Mm-hmm put on it's all about the Pentiums. right when the smoke from the witch comes up mm-hmm. and i think you really got you know maybe stay around for truck driving song song after that uh jerry springer and yeah jerry springer um yeah that would those would be the uh, in those three pieces mm-hmm. that's all you need and yeah i mean other than that like i i think i think those Having those as sort of a, a baseline of like, this is really good. Uh, I think I'll, I'll say about a 3.5. But yeah, unfortunately, I mean, that I, I think a lot of the songs are just too short to get a really good, cohesive anything behind yeah. it. There's a lot of really high energy stuff that's going on when there's a lot of dialogue going on. I mean, like the song Albuquerque is this crazy fast, like, you know, he's ranting and raving and there's like guitars wailing in the background and drums going like just crazy all over the place. Mm -hmm. And it's like the Tin Man just being like, I'm the Tin Man. (laughs) Yep. I'm sitting here doing nothing and talking slowly to you, (laughs) the listener. Uh, You know. Everything was just sort of in the wrong spot. I feel like you could shuffle this album into some sort of great experience Mm -hmm. if you match the the higher energy stuff with the the bits of actual action going
1: on. Sure. But at the same time, uh, are the people that are... Like, jet, <laughs> classically, the ones that sync up something with The Wizard of Oz going to do that? Because that's a lot of effort for somebody that's been smoking a lot of weed. Let's be fair.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: So, yeah, maybe I would do that. Maybe I would shuffle <laughs> it up. But I don't think the normal, like, I just want to do something really weird while I'm getting high. I don't think they're going to do that. And they're and if you did that, if you got high and watched this, you, it'd probably be a bad trip
0: well when i would when i did
1: a a three out of ten trip
0: when i did the uh they might be giants album uh both of my guests were kind of like i wonder which they might be giants album would be the best one so i feel like i'm just slowly getting everybody to just spend all of their free time watching the wizard of oz (laughs) synced up to their various favorite (laughs) albums um and that's really the end goal of this podcast
1: so that we all share the same madness you do at the end of the podcast
0: yeah pretty much um
1: you just don't want to be alone
0: (laughs) it's true (laughs) come join me in this madhouse of wizard of oz
1: and tonally weird songs like germs and
0: yeah but i will say i will say even if i'm only giving it giving it a three and a half i'm very fucking glad that the tornado scene. i'm gonna be crushed when that
1: (laughs) when your theory breaks breaks apart into a million pieces Uh
0: uh-huh but yeah, I mean, I think that's, I, I, I unfortunately don't think I can give it much higher than that. it's um, fair. As far as a Weird Al album goes, like, I like it. You know, it's, I think yeah. it's a pretty good album overall. I'm not, I'm definitely not anywhere in as into Weird Al uh, as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for the record, I don't even have the copy of this album anymore because I went legit and, you know, buy my music now. Mm-hmm. So just want to throw that out there if Weird Al is listening that I have not stolen
1: music all Mm -hmm. this time but remember al i've been your a big fan i saw you in 2000 and then i saw you again in 2012 and it's uh it's it's a it's an honor
0: do you want to tell i mean you told this story on uh our other podcast but do you want to tell the story about the time you took your wife to the weird al concert
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean the story ends up being like she she came late to the weird al concert because uh, we were it was at the uh the lane county in uh in in oregon uh in eugene and she was running late from work and i'm like come on come on we're missing part of the show because you could hear because it was an outdoor amphitheater uh-huh. you could hear it and it's like come on come on we have third row seats yes i bought third row seats you didn't have to buy seat you didn't have to buy tickets for this concert you could have just gone to the fair and heard it and seen it but no i'm i'm me i mean so, you
0: chose weird al to watch the wizard of oz too so you know
1: that's fair so i i finally get her and and my cousin into the third row and we're sitting down we're watching this and then he does uh smells like nirvana during that song on stage he i mean in this song itself but on stage he gets a cup of water and and drinks or uh, gargles while he sings because that's what he does in the song and then he throws the water out into the crowd because of course Uh uh-huh and my wife ended up being uh, almost 95 percent in the splash zone (laughs) on that particular one (laughs) and uh i don't think she's forgiven me for that yet and of course here i am thinking being like man what how lucky are you right that could have been you that could have been me
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that one. Um, <laughs> it's good. Um, just because of, of all people. Like, okay, let's take a step back here. Because I, as I mentioned at the top, Mike is a good friend of mine. I'm also friends with his wife. And like, you know, you both you both have a lot in common. You like doing a lot of stuff together. But there's sort of the, the occasional <laughs> things where it's like, you absolutely adore 100%. And she never wants anything to do with ever. And Weird Al is firmly in that. Yes, in that. I, and I
1: feel like she could tolerate him, kind of.
0: And of all of all things, you you take her to a Weird Al concert, third row Weird Al concert. I had the money I wanted to get, and she gets <laughs> just doused. Yeah, by the man himself, Weird Al Yankovic. The man himself. And so y- she she must have been very upset. And she was not happy meanwhile you are like oh man i could have been the one doused by weird al yankovic that's
1: yeah that being said i still p- posit that it was a good thing a because it was a hot day it was a hot day okay you got a little cool off okay y- you now have a story that we can tell for the rest of our lives i i think it's a positive e- event <laughs> i'm still jealous but you know okay i got i got a little bit of splash so Okay. I'll have to be okay with that for the rest of my life.
0: Um is there anything else you want to say about this experience and anything else about Weird Al in general? Um
1: Well, I mean, if you want me to talk about Weird Al, how how long is this podcast? <laughs> I could make it a 4-hour podcast. Um for the experience, uh I I feel like when it comes down to it, I liked the idea of e- to using a Weird Al, like the concept of it rather than the execution of it. Because okay. Cuz I we've talked we talked about this. Like I'm a huge Weird Al fan, so I was hoping this would work really, really well. Mm-hmm. And the execution, the reality of it, it just, it left something to be desired.
0: I mean, no, I feel that because uh, this is probably, I think the lowest score overall, but the second lowest score was they might be giants, which is, I mean, if there is an analog to your love of weird Al for me, it's they might be giants. Yeah, And so the fact that that one didn't work like, I was very sad about that. So, you know, I I get it. I 100% get it. But uh yeah, do you have any any other thoughts weird on Weird Al you want to get out there in the the closing minutes of this
1: podcast? Um, I I just really have an anecdote that when uh the Weird Al did his Hamilton polka, mm-hmm. I think I listened to it about 15 times straight on repeat. Only that many times? Look, it was a it was a work night. I had to go to bed. Okay. But, man, it's so good. It was pretty good. The, the man is just, he's nonstop, and he's very good. The man is nonstop. Yes, thank you. <laughs> How many times have I re- referenced Hamilton in this podcast? Your intrepid listeners will have to count them and send them in for a chance to win a, a power A ring. trip to
0: Albuquerque. Oh,
1: that's a better prize than the one I said.
0: <laughs> See, I'm tying it all back in. It's
1: true. And, uh-huh. I mean, I, I if you've listened to, uh, I think the s- season break, season three of Back to the Futurama, which is the podcast mm-hmm. that you and I host, um, you know how much how important Weird Al is to me, just because, you know, like he, I found him in a really vulnerable time in my life, so I, I just because certainly this this quote unquote like bad sit- execution doesn't sour me on Weird Al at all. No, it's no, just, no. I mean it's. Um,
0: look none of these albums were fucking (laughs) built to oh sure i mean um, maybe bare naked lady stunt i'm not 100 sure that wasn't intended for this because (laughs) it was very good but so far all these other albums
1: like sure
0: no like you know
1: like it's it's not anything like i'm not disappointed i'm just kind of like this would be neat if it did and then it didn't it's like if the qualification
0: for liking an album was that it has to sync up to the wizard of oz from beginning to end there are no good albums. That's fair.
1: The closest one is what? Pink Floyd?
0: Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. That yeah. p- works pretty good. That's the one good album that has ever existed in all of mankind's history. Now,
1: does that match up to the Cowardly Lying singing If, if I Were King?
0: You know what? I don't actually remember.
1: Well, time for a emergency episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've actually watched the Dark Side of Oz uh, itself.
1: Mm-hmm. I bet you can find that easier put together for you. Oh, yeah. No, it's on YouTube. Than what we did. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But I, I, you know, like I'm still going to be a big Weird Al fan and I'm going to find it. I'm going to find the Weird Al album that matches up with this. Okay. Good luck. Find it. Good luck. You're going to have me on every season until I can find this dang thing. There are only what? How many Weird Al albums? I think about 14 (laughs) at this point.
0: Okay, so 14 seasons. Uh, you'll be on every one talking about Weird Al.
1: And I'm fine with this. Is Ben fine with this is the question. Because I am basically... If I, if
0: I survive 14 fucking seasons of this, we, I will see. <laughs> um, all right, so if, if everybody enjoyed listening to Mike, you can also find him on the other podcast I do, which is, of course, Back to the Futurama, uh, where we have been re-watching futurama and the the canceled fox cartoon that like
1: so many other fox like shows. so many other
0: fine fox shows yeah we've been kind of going through that is there anything you want to i mean usually i let the guest talk about that yeah, but, but we do the same <laughs> podcast like that's the
1: only thing i want to plug yeah go listen to back to the futurama we have a you know it's pretty good we have a twitter and stuff and
0: yeah you can find more about back to the futurama um you know we're on itunes uh, spotify as well spotify you know just give us a search um you know we talk about futurama but also a lot of other stuff battle bots a1 oh, steak man. sauce yes, we sure do we we you know we talked about weird Al a time yeah. so
1: if you if you certainly liked the banter between us on this podcast you'll love back to the futurama
0: yeah absolutely yeah i think that is going to do it for this episode so uh yeah and until next time i will see you over the rainbow or on the other side of the rainbow i don't remember my own fucking <laughs> sign off i'll see you on the other side of the rainbow this has been any album you like i'm your host ben mooney if you would like to contact me about this or any other episode of the podcast you can email me at any album you like at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter, at AnyAlbum. If you liked this episode, consider leaving a review for it on iTunes. If you'd like to support me further, you can also buy me a coffee. The link for that is in the episode notes, or you can go directly to ko-fi.com slash benmooney. That's B-E-N-M-O-O-N-E-Y.